Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing because I've literally gotten that comment so much <laughs> that at times people think I'm very sus and they're not sure like what like what's going on with me, which is funny. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because... In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Tell Me About It podcast with your host, Ian, thankfully known as a movie. Um, that was a sad joke. But thanks again to everyone who has continued to listen to these episodes. Um, I keep cranking them out as much as I can. And for anyone that is interested in uh, maybe talking with me and do, or coming on the podcast, just hit me up. But we're just going to get right into it. I This time around, this is an interesting episode. I have two people at once that we're going to have a conversation with. Uh, they are, well, at least one of them is a great individual. The other one, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. They're both great people. Super funny. Uh, and with both of them together, I'm sure it's going to be a good time. So first up, I'll have Alyssa introduce herself. So go ahead. How are you doing, Alyssa? Hi, my name is Alyssa. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what else I'm supposed to say for an introduction. Uh, major, maybe, where you're, like, where you live. Okay. Maybe not like, where you're from, I mean. Okay, so um, I'm a psych major. I'm from Connecticut, Milford, Connecticut. Um, and, and yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, and the next being on the podcast <laughs> being why i gotta say it like that <laughs> we have my dear friend frances slash chess slash el diablo <laughs> he's so mean <laughs> i'm trying to be nice on this podcast but he's trying to, he's making it really hard <laughs> i don't want anyone to be faking this podcast i'm trying to be as real as possible so just okay, you, okay. don't Hi, be bad <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Frances, or I go by Chess. I'm from Hartford, Connecticut, and I'm studying allied health sciences at UConn. And I'm Melissa's roommate, and has been her roommate since two years? Three? Two? Three. Like, basically three. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, normally I would have one person at a time on the podcast uh, for episodes, but I figured these two have such a great dynamic. It'd be interesting to have them both on. Aww. Maybe you guys want to talk about um, how you two met, and then we'll go into how I met you two and just see where that takes us. So go ahead. Explain if you guys knew each other beforehand coming into college or if you just met on one fateful day. Okay. So we didn't know each other um, before coming into college, like at all. And we just happened to be like living on the same floor freshman year. And it like the reason that we like started talking or kind of became friends was because like we were doing like in and the first weekend, they have these like wow weekend activities where they make us do like icebreakers and all this stuff. So we were all outside, like on the quad by our building. And we were just all standing there. And I heard this guy trying to talk to Frances. And basically, he was just asking her, like, what her ethnicity was. Like, he was all like, oh, oh, I, I really your... thought for a second you heard, uh, when you said I heard a guy, I thought you meant that was Chess. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. But, but continue. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. Anyways, so I heard a guy trying to talk to Frances, and he was all like, oh, yeah, like, what's your ethnicity? And Frances was all like, oh, I'm Filipino. And I overheard that. And so I'm half Filipino. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, you're Filipino? I'm Filipino. And Frances gave me this, like, look that was kind of like, uh, like, she, I, to, okay. at first, she didn't think I looked Filipino. Like, she could not tell. She was like, bitch, you're white. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm half Filipino. I had to clarify. And then, like, Frances's roommate at the time, um, she was also Filipino, so she overheard us talking, and she was like, oh, you're Filipino, too? I'm also Filipino, and that's kind of where it started. Okay, first of all, let me defend myself. Alyssa, <laughs> I would say, is very white-passing. She looks more white than she does Filipino, but, like, when you find out she's Filipino, she looks more Filipino now. But, yeah, Alyssa lived down the hall from me, and our um, other roommate, who we lived with for like three years also was my neighbor so that's basically how we all just became friends and like Alyssa had a really rough like roommate situation our freshman year so she would always just like sleep over like on our like mat or like just come over all the time so basically she was like our third roommate mm-hmm. yikes what happened wait what, what was wrong with the roommate 
So originally, it was honestly just a mess in the beginning mm-hmm. because I was assigned to this girl as my roommate. Um, let's call her Kelly. And so Kelly okay. was my assigned roommate. And we talked a little bit. I went random, so I didn't know her. But we talked a little bit beforehand. And um, it seemed like it would be fine. But then when I got there on move-in day, she, like, wasn't there. She wasn't answering my texts or my calls. And when I talked to the RA, the RA was all like, oh, no, you have a single. So I was like, oh, that's weird. She's just not coming. And at first I was really nervous because I didn't know anyone else in my building. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, normally people will have at least their roommate to, like, hang out with. But I don't really have anyone. Um, But it ended up working out for the better because if I did have her there, I definitely would have just clung to her. But because I didn't have someone like that, I like had to force myself to really make friends. And that's how I met like Frances and our other roommate and stuff like that. So it ended up working out. But for the first week, I had a single. um, But then they emailed me saying they were moving someone into my room. um, And her name was Maria. And um, so Maria was moving into my room and she was actually a year older than us. So we were freshmen. She was a sophomore and she was moving in because her roommate had mono and like refused to move out. And it was this whole altercation and she didn't want to leave our floor because her friends were on that floor. So they just moved her into my room. And at first it was fine. Like she was really friendly and like we were civil in the room, but obviously we already kind of had our own friends at that point. So we didn't really like hang out outside the room or anything like that. Um, but we just lived really differently. Like, I like to keep things pretty clean. Um, but she was just really messy, which isn't really, like, that wasn't really the issue. Um, it was just more of, like, other things. Like, she would always have her boyfriend over, and then she would be really passive-aggressive. Like oh, Emphasis things... on the really passive-aggressive. Like, she would send the most passive-aggressive yeah. texts and not even, like, say anything to Alyssa's face. And it was like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, she would send me these, like, long messages. Like, basically, if I, like... Um, if I, like, came in, like, really late into the room one time, maybe I, like, woke her up. Like, she would, like, send me a really long message and blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, oh, my God, like, I'm sorry, this and this and this. But then when I would see her, like, eventually see her in the room, it would be, like, nothing happened, like, totally fine. It was just a lot of, like, me feeling uncomfortable in my room. And it was, like, my first living experience with someone that, like, I didn't know well. Like, obviously, I live, I've lived with my family and stuff, so that's, that's different. But it was just, I was so uncomfortable. But, Yeah. <laughs> wow that i mean i guess it worked like you said it worked out for the better since you did end up meeting chess mm-hmm. but then what what did you think of her roommate chess did you just not like i mean you said she was very passive aggressive yeah she was okay i just didn't like the fact that she didn't handle confrontation well that was like physical confrontation like she would just like go off on Alyssa, like on like over text and stuff and like whenever we see her, like, in the hallway, she'd be like, oh, she would smile, and we're just like, oh, I guess everything's fine, but, like, her text would just be so different, like, the way she acted, and it's, like, it just both, like, threw us off, like, I would go to Alyssa's room sometimes, and it would, and she would be there, and I would feel awkward being there, because I didn't feel welcome, and it was like, okay, never mind, so that's why Alyssa just came over, like, all the time, and that's how she, like, we became friends, and, like, here we are, so, yeah. Yeah, wow, that, that's funny, but, <laughs> Wait, just a quick question. Was she, was she of the? Yeah, she was. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. <laughs> okay, all right. I won't even need to finish that. Uh, hopefully, people will figure out what I was gonna ask. Uh, all right, well, that's interesting. Well, so I guess that's your, your story. I mean, you guys, I mean, you guys are really close now. Yeah, right? like two peas in a pod. Super, super yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so when then, in terms of me meeting these two, I didn't really meet them till. I guess my sophomore year technically, but I don't think I really knew them per se. Because I, I mean, I remember coming into FOSA my sophomore year, and I would obviously see people here and there, but I mostly hung out with like the guys, and I didn't really get a chance to talk to uh, the girls in the club really. But it wasn't really until maybe getting into practicing for Asian Night when I kind of started meeting people. But I actually don't. I can't like pinpoint in my head when I like actually met either of you two I, maybe you can help me out i can't either i remember okay because the thing is for both of us we weren't active in like fossa until like the end of our sophomore year kind of thing just last like the start of our junior year so i remember seeing you and i remember you were in our bio lab bio 1107 lab you were like sitting in the middle and i knew that because you talked about remember remember um <laughs> 
Pick a name. Remember name. that girl Sam that you like had a crush on, and she was in that same lab. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember she oh, she Jesus. sat next to me and Frances, yeah. and we would like ask her questions. She sometimes. was very smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, but I remember. So um, I also remember you going to a FASA Christmas party at Shippy. And after that, I just remember Asia night. Like, there's a gap in my memory that's, like, meeting you there and then, like, Asia night. And that's when everyone got close, like, during Asia night. Yeah. For- that's- Sorry, go ahead. No, no I was going to say, I, I actually don't remember seeing you two in that lab. Did you remember seeing Yeah, because I was like, yo, you look Filipino. But I just didn't want to, like, oh. Because... <laughs> it- you asked me that? I don't remember no, you asking I, me that. No, in my head, in my head. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, then how did how did we end up talking about Sam? Was that after it the was fact after the when fact, I mentioned yeah. that character? Yeah. Oh, damn. I wish I had talked to you guys yeah. then. Because it was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was but... me, Alyssa, and Viv in that same lab. So imagine the chaos. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if I actually had yeah. met you then. That's so funny. No, it, we were embarrassing, too. I broke so many <laughs> test tubes. <laughs> it was just Oh, me. was that you? <laughs> I remember that first time. I remember, I remember thinking, like, who was, like, breaking these test tubes? But I didn't realize it was you <laughs> in the class. That's so funny. Yeah, it was me and Frances. Mainly me, but, like, Frances would break, like, an occasional. No, no she was just, like, dropping, like, test tubes, like, on the floor. <laughs> Jeez. Because I, I remember Sam in the class because I obviously had a crush on her. But I don't remember you two. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I actually... Least... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I actually don't remember seeing you in lab. I don't really remember anyone besides, like, like me and Frances and then like our our other roommate and like you know I don't really remember much else but that is so funny but I mean I, I think now that I'm thinking back to it I think I actually met you Jess when we were both applying for um, for fine yeah. rep do you remember we like we were talking to like the two people that were already there mm-hmm. we'll call them uh we'll call them Marcus <laughs> and uh uh Chrysler <laughs> <laughs> so we're so me and Chess had both applied or like we're interviewing for this like position on uh the fine board or mm-hmm. whatever. And I remember like you were sitting next to me. We were like, I realized that you were also applying for the same thing. And I think that is actually when I first officially met you or like knew who you were. Oh, I remember. I think because it. it was we were in we were in South. Yes, and I remember the Fossa semi. Like when we both found out we got it. Like we, you and me have a picture together. After we found out we were fine proxies, and because oh. yeah, it was like, oh, that's that's the other fine proxy, and take a picture. So she made us take a picture together in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure I was so awkward about it too, because I was like, no, uh, you're, nice you're like, you're like that, and you're like, <laughs> he, put, he, put, he put his around me and like he put his arm around me and just put up, put up the peace sign like in the most awkward way, and I'm just like, I just like, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't sure. <laughs> I wasn't trying to go about it because, like, we hadn't really known each other, but I didn't want to be, like, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was funny thinking back to me. I don't remember that. But then I don't know if I met you necessarily at the Christmas party, Alyssa. I don't know because um, I don't really remember. I actually don't really remember meeting you. Um, I, like, remember so- probably, like, the end of sophomore year, like, knowing who you were because I remember seeing that, like, you and Franchise both were, like, the find proxy. So I was like, oh, this is Ian, like, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't actually... I don't remember actually ever really having an encounter with you. I remember I have this weird, like, random memory of, like, <laughs> us in line um, at the dining hall in McMahon. And you were, like, in front of me. And there was, like, a bunch of other people there. Like, it wasn't just us. But it, I'm sure, like, Pat and, like, Tiff and, like, um, our other roommate were there. And Franchise was there, too, All these probably. names. And I don't remember when to <laughs> take those out. Okay. Anyways. Keep going. <laughs> it just slipped. <laughs> It's okay. I'm sure they won't care. Um, yeah. So I remember a bunch of people being there, um, and we were in line. And I think I remember like us having a conversation, but it was mainly because you were like wearing like an engineering hat, and I didn't I didn't know know you or anything about you. So I was like, oh, like I like your hat. Like, are you in the engineering school? <laughs> or I was like, oh, where'd you get it? And like you were all like, oh, like I'm in the engineering school or something. It was some dumb conversation. Where's like that. an engineering like, oh, okay. hat? Oh, what school do you go to? Uh, engineering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just remember, like, the conversation being around the hat. But other than that, I don't think we really, like, um, started, to, like, actually getting to know each other until, like, junior year when, like, we were both pretty involved um, in FASA. And then especially Asian night, too. That was a good time. 
I remember roasting Ian all the time during Asian night. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, the, our yeah, junior year Asian night. Yes. That was our, that was our yeah, first yeah. one. Was that your first one, Ian? Yeah, that was a... That was not oh. my second one because I did the sophomore right. one, but that but the ju- my our junior year one was my favorite. Still probably is. So that was a good time. But uh, oh no, yeah, because I remember because oh, me and Chess were in the same um, yeah. Plane. You were handling the sticks, oh. and then I was jumping through the sticks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when we started like yeah. fighting. It's not, it's not <laughs> like, fighting. Practices. It's just like you know, like. Banter. It's like banter. It's just Ian just so easy yeah. to like make fun of. So it's like naturally I'm just like, oh okay. Ian. <laughs> that's, that's not it. All in good fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I guess that's the three of our story. And honestly, it's been it's been an interesting time. Too bad we couldn't really finish it I wanted to bring these two in today, not only because uh, they're some good friends, but also because they both really love the concepts of astrology. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I know what it is, but I'm not as in-depth with them because there's like all these extra moons and suns, I guess, more or less, right? So um, maybe you guys want to talk about it and like explain maybe yours or like how all this works because there's like 12 different okay. things if I'm yeah. correct I'm gonna give you the basic kind of like explanation of what it is and Alyssa she's more of a expert than me so she's gonna take over after that so basically astrology <laughs> is like so you have different signs that are that make up your personality you're your three main signs are your sun sign your moon sign your moon rising sign and that's all of these are dependent on where you were born, what time you were born, and how the planets were aligned during um, the time you were born. And then um, you also have signs for each different planet that were, like, present, I guess, during the time you were born. So you have, like, a Venus sign, you have, like, a Mars sign, you have, like, a Jupiter, a Mercury, and stuff like that. So all of these are basically the signs that make up your personality and personality and who you are today kind of thing. And, Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, you got you got something else to add, Alyssa? Um, I mean, she basically um pretty much hit the nail on the head. It really is kind of like the science or reasoning behind like um wh- like where everything was in space when you were born. So that moment that you were born, your location and like the different like planet alignments and like sign alignments in the sky like where they were and how they basically impact your upbringing um so it sounds really I know it sounds a lot of people are so against astrology and they think oh it's all it's not real it's fake blah 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 um but I personally think it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. to read about um I think obviously I don't I wouldn't live my life by astrology where I'm like oh this person is a so-and-so sign and I would definitely not get along with them because it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. Like, obviously, even though um, astrology, like they have these like set things, um, a lot of people only really know their sun sign. So like, depending on what birth month you're born, like your birthday, it tells you if you're like a Virgo or a Leo or a, a Gemini or something like that. And that's the sign that people typically know. And a lot of people don't think that astrology really is real because they'll read about that sign and then they'll be like, oh, well, this doesn't sound like me. But that's because there are so many other like signs and things in your chart that you don't know about that make up a big part of who you are. And your experiences too, growing up, like your upbringings, they bring out certain signs more than others. Um, so there's like a lot that kind of goes into it, but like Frances said, um, your main ones are your sun sign. So that's the sign that's based off of like your birth date, the one that people typically know, and it represents your, your general personality, like your, you know, um, just your aura kind of like who you are generally as a person. Um, and then there's also your (laughs) rising sign. Um, another word for that is the ascendant sign. It's your first impression sign. Um, so it's a sign when people don't really know you that well, that's kind of how you come across. Um, it's your image, like your outer kind of, um, 
mask that you show the world and all of your other signs kind of show through that sign. And then the third one, which is probably your most personal sign, it's your moon sign. It's the sign that only you really know about or the sign that like people in your life that you're really close with will only really see that sign. Um, But it represents your inner emotions, your thoughts, your thought processes, um, inner wants and desires, just everything like about you alone by yourself. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so how about this? Let's let's start off with our sun signs, and I, I have like some of it pulled up. So let's start off with maybe chess. What's your um, sun I'm sign? a Pisces. I was born in March, so I'm a Pisces. Okay, so do you know off the top of your head what yeah, that means um, for you? Yeah, Pisces are typically kind of described as super creative, super like dreamy, and like super into like the fantasy world. People like super emotional. They're like sensitive. They're in tune with like how they feel and like. I don't know. It's like, it's a water sign. So it's on kind of, it's a sign that people see as like soft as long as I, along with like cancers and like stuff like that. But yeah, they're like, I you're, am you're not. You're soft. <laughs> like going back. That's what I'm saying. Going back to what Alyssa said. No, like, go ahead. There's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects of your birth chart that kind of like contribute to your, um, to your personality. Like, Yeah. I'm soft sometimes, but, like, I wouldn't necessarily be, like, oh, like, I'm, like, all Pisces kind of thing, you know? Like, there's, I have layers, Ian, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. We're, we're all onions out here. You're right. All right. So, I have, I have this pulled up right here. So, it says, for Pisces, your strengths, compassionate, okay, artistic, intuitive, weaknesses, fearful, overly trusting, sad. Pisces likes being alone, sleeping. <laughs> yeah, okay. Music, romance. Pisces dislikes know-it-alls being criticized, the past coming back to haunt them. So, I mean, would you say that, that more, or less, like, more or less? Yeah, you guys you were, like, nodding and, like, laughing yeah. when you guys were, like, when you were <laughs> listing out the characteristics. That, yeah, I would say so. I, right. I would say cool. that there are certain parts of, like, the Pisces that Frances relates to more. Like, she, I think she definitely is really creative. Um, I think she can be really imaginative. And even though she's not sensitive, I wouldn't call her like a sensitive or like emotional person. She does have a lot of emotions and she does feel them a lot, whether she likes to really <laughs> talk about them or not. But I think she feels them a lot more on the inside. That's why she's always like, yeah. I'm emo. And everyone always like clowns <laughs> her and like jokes about that aspect of her. Um, but yeah, she likes napping. She yeah. likes sleeping. She likes her alone time. Um, I wouldn't say she's very fearful though. Um, so there are things that are like, she has grown into as a Pisces, but mm-hmm. there are other things that she's just not as related to, but that also like, there are other parts of her chart that explain why, which I feel we'll like growing up, especially I've gotten more into it with my Pisces side, just because I don't know, I've just become more aware of how I am emotionally. And so like that emotional growth just kind of helped me kind of not develop, but I guess I like, kind of be more in tune with like those Pisces aspects. So I'm, I'm more like, I'm more open to like, not necessarily, well, I guess I would say I'm more open to like my emotion emotions and recognizing that I do have them because I used to be like so scared of like letting people know like how I feel and stuff like that. But I think with, with um, age, I just like got to realize that like emotional maturity is a thing and emotional growth is very important in people. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I totally understand that. Obviously, like you said, this is just the sign that, is like at face value, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I mean, we'll go into the other the other two in a bit, but uh, I mean, Alyssa. So what's what's your sign? So I was born in September, so I'm a Virgo, um, and I, I do think I relate to a lot of the Virgo sign as a whole. Um, I mentioned, but Virgos are typically pretty like neat, organized. They like like things a certain way. Um, they're really reliable people in general. In terms of like their friends, they would do anything for their friends. Um, they're loyal. They are uh there's a thing about virgos that they're like particular about like their um about like like once again like things being clean about their hygiene about um they like to be they like to make lists and they like to be organized and do um i don't know just kind of they like to be in control of a lot of aspects of their life i guess so to say yeah so i'm looking at yours and it says strengths loyal analytic kind Weaknesses, we got shyness, worry. Yeah, okay. Overly <laughs> critical of self and others. All work and no play. Uh, Virgo likes animals, healthy food, books, nature, cleanliness. And the dislikes are rudeness, asking for help, and taking center stage. So, um, 
Chess, what would you say are her like biggest Virgo traits that you can basically see from her? everything you listed? When I think of a Virgo, <laughs> I think of Alyssa. She is okay. the epitome of Virgo. Like when I tell you, like she's just like she's so meticulous when it comes to like everything she does, which is like so good. And like when it comes to like her work and stuff, but she's so meticulous that sometimes it's just like. Alyssa, come on, like, just, just, just let it, just let it go kind of thing. Like, she is so meticulous. She's so clean. Like, she has to make her bed every single morning or, like, it'll, like, ruin her entire day. Like, she can't leave the house without, like, making her bed. She's obviously, like, very loyal. Um, she's very, um, what else did you say? Um, she, I, for some of it said, doesn't like taking center stage. I mean, mm-hmm. I could kind of see that. But at the same time. You know, she takes yeah. up whatever she needs. That and also, like, so. she... Virgos hate asking for help. Like, I don't know what it is about them. Maybe it's a pride thing. Maybe it's because they think they can do it themselves. But, like, Alyssa is not the type of person to be like, hey, like, can you help me out with this? Unless she's, like, on the brink of tears or, like, you know, like, freaking out. Like, that's the only time, like, she'll ask for help. <laughs> I think a big thing for me... I, I can't. I obviously can't speak for, like, other Virgos. But I, I know for Virgos, a big thing is like feeling like a burden and that's like something that I'm always like scared of it's always in the back of my mind so that's why I hate asking people like I just don't like to I just think like oh it's fine like I can figure it out or I can do it myself I just don't want to like feel like I'm asking too much or for people to think like oh my god she's so needy or like she's just asking so many questions and I'm like that's what makes me I guess feel nervous about the whole like asking for help thing um but I'd say another thing, too, one of the things that you mentioned is Virgo's being analytical. I, I'd say I'm very analytical. Like, I think things down yeah. to, like, a T. Um, and that also sometimes makes me, like, worry about things or, like, makes me over-worry or overthink because I think – I, like, take things apart and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, But, like, on the contrast then. to that, though, like, that's why Virgos and, like, Alyssa in general are such good, like, mediators and, like, peacemakers just because they see both sides of the story and they understand, like, the – detail to each side of the story and she's able to kind of like empathize on both sides and she's like she's just so good at like hey like this is like their side but this is also your side just understand like there are two different like aspects of it and she she's really good at like explaining it to you and like making you understand like the side that you don't have so yeah all right well i feel like you guys do have a good sense of each other's uh sun signs but uh so you guys both know i'm a taurus Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't really know off the top of my head, so I'm just going to read what it says on my computer. But for strengths, we got reliable, patient, practical, devoted. These are all pretty good strengths. Uh, weaknesses, stubborn, possessive, uncompromising. Uh, Taurus likes gardening, cooking, music, romance, high-quality clothes. Taurus dislikes sudden changes, complications, insecurity of any kind, and synthetic fabrics. I don't know about that last one, but um, <laughs> basically we're practical and well-grounded. Uh, they feel the need to be surrounded by love and beauty. If I read this and kind of like see what it's saying, I can kind of agree on a lot of this. I don't know if I'm, I definitely see the stubborn part because I can be stubborn um, here and there. But I mean, with you two knowing me, what do you, what do you think of my sun sign being Taurus? Do you see like any of those traits? Yeah, I would say so. Well, Taurus is an... <laughs> Taurus is an earth sign, so a lot of earth signs are, like you said, they're very grounded, and I think that's the part that makes you stubborn, like, you know what you want, and you're just like, oh, like, I don't want anything else kind of thing, and you're also very, like, you're, like, very, anal- not analytical, but you're very, um, what do you call it, you're, like, um, I don't know Smart. about that, um, practical, that's what it is, <laughs> you're, like, very, I feel like you're a very practical person, That that's what makes you, like, um, very realistic when it comes to like your future and like your relationships and like your schooling and stuff like that like I can see that by the way you like talk about like your significant other the way you talk about your future and your prospective jobs like I see a lot of tours in that (laughs) no I I I agree with Frances um some of the things that stuck out to me when you were reading the Taurus's description was mm-hmm. devoted like I feel like you're very devoted in everything that you do like you involve yourself in a lot of things and like 
even though like despite being involved in a lot of things like nothing mm-hmm. falls short like you are always putting everything like you're all into every single thing you do and that also includes your friendships and like your relationships as well um you are very practical like I agree with franchise 100% like I feel like especially working on eboard with you this year like you're very like okay well we have to be realistic about this or like you you would you know bring everyone back to the ground <laughs> like a lot of people are visionaries and are like oh I want to do this and this and this and you're like okay guys let's think about this because because realistically, mm-hmm. like this is how this is how it is. So I feel like you're very good with like keeping keeping it real, basically. Like you're a hundred percent real, always authentic, like never really never fake at all. In well, really I'm any aspect. That. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah. And I also one of the things that also stood out to me um was the insecurity thing. I think that is a big yes. thing for you too. Um you do have Oh Jesus being an earthling, no, you do but... have a lot of not a lot of insecurities. I wouldn't say you have more than anyone else, but it is something that you think about a lot and one of like I guess per se your not weaknesses, but something that maybe you don't like as much or something that like you do tend to think about or worry about in your life. Yeah, I can see that point. But for uh for me when I think of the insecurities, it's not even it's more just to like be able to improve mm-hmm. on them, really. That's probably why I think about them a lot. Um, and for the most part, I just overthink in general. So I don't know if that's necessarily related to my sign. But I mean, I can see where you guys are coming from, where a lot of my traits can be attributed to my sun sign. So, I mean, oh. here and there, I, I yeah, go ahead. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> Sorry, I raised my hand. Um, so tauruses too there's like a a joke or like stereotype about them that they like love food and i think that really is you like you (laughs) every time (laughs) i offer him something like he will not say no like he's like some people will like always be like oh no it's okay i'm fine but like ian if you ask him if you like if you're sharing some of your food with him like he will say yes and he will eat some of it which like (laughs) i feel like throughout the times i've known ian like every time i have food with me and he's near i always I always make sure that I ask because I know he always wants to eat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts about being a tourist, <laughs> if that's the case. Because I honestly do love food. Any chance I get, I will eat, even if I'm super full. I mean, just food food is just amazing. Like, I don't know. but um, It's true. So we talked about sun, which is, mm-hmm. right, you said face value. Mm-hmm. You, right? Well, what's the next one? Uh, I would say moon moon okay and what is that again so moon is like your inner emotions your inner personality it's a sign that like is it's how you are when you're by yourself and only people that are really close to you or like know you really well would kind of see that typically uh, and then do you guys know mm-hmm. your moons on the top of your head yes i know yours as well okay. if you don't know it <laughs> what you know okay i forgot but yeah go ahead uh, yeah i do because i did so i did ian's birth chart once and i remember he's a oh. scorpio moon and i remember because i was like scorpio moon. <laughs> but i it, it makes i think it kind of makes sense but we'll have to we'll, we'll get into it more but okay so we'll, we'll start with you Alyssa. since uh okay so i'm actually a pisces moon um which is franchise's sun sign um and so we already kind of talked about like what a Pisces is like. Um, and I would say that I, I also relate to Pisces a lot. Like I feel like on the inside, I am very imaginative. Like I get lost in like super Pisces are typically like dreamy or like not always like present because they're always like getting lost in their brain. And that's like, I do that a lot. Um, I zone a out lot. a lot. And like, in, yeah, the- <laughs> I agree. <laughs> in the middle of conversations, you know, I, there's no like, limit to like where my brain will go at any time I just it'll just take off um I'd say that I'd say I am like pretty emotional I am like if there's any sort of like sentimental thing or like especially even if I get nervous like I'll I'll cry like it's just like I don't have a problem with crying um I feel pretty comfortable with you know being sad or like feeling my emotions out to the full extent um what else um I would say, oh. It says, it says here that um, a Pisces moon sign's core desire, however, is that they need to feel needed. Is that true? Yeah, I'd say, I think that's why I like to be, like, I know we talked about this with, like, Virgo, too, but I think this translates to my Pisces as well. Pisces are typically very, like, empathetic um, because they're, like, typically emotional. They have such, like, a range of, like, understanding other people's emotions, and I feel like because of that I also like because of me like wanting to be like you know I try to be a good friend like to 
a lot of my friends, not just, you know what I mean? Like I try to be there, um, whether that be in like uh, friendships or like in leadership positions or in extracurriculars or whatever. Like I always try to be someone that's there to help. Um, I guess just because like, not necessarily for me, I really do do it because like, I want to help other people, but I guess it does like also feel nice. Like to, if people are like, Oh, well I, you know, it was really nice that you did that. Like I really needed you in this time and you came through, like, it's nice feeling that as well too, like getting that reassurance. Yeah, I can agree. For those of you who don't know, Alyssa has come to be known as the mom of FASA, (laughs) which is honestly super true. Uh, but, um, so how how about we talk about my my moon first before we get to guesses? <laughs> since I just realized that I didn't even know I was a Scorpio, I forgot what it was. So what does that mean for me? Do you, do you know? Um, so Scorpios are typically they're one of the signs that like people are kind of like eh about because Scorp- <laughs> Scorpios can be <laughs> okay. like they have a stereotype of being like kind of dark and mysterious, but really they're just like they're very complex. Like they have like I know we talked about like Pisces like having such like a depth and range of emotions. Um, But Scorpio in that sense, they're also a water sign. So they are kind of Mm -hmm. the same way. Um, They like have such like a range of thought and emotion that they can really get lost in their head too. Um, And the only difference really is a lot of it. Like Pisces like have a lot of dark emotions, but so does kind of like Scorpio. Um, Scorpios are very kind of... um, uh, Do you have... Do you know... I'm trying to think of a way to like describe this. The um, biggest thing well, is it the intensity of the way they feel. Like Ian, like in everything you do, I feel like your Scorpio comes out and just the way you feel about things. Like you are so like I don't know how to describe. You are so like intense with like your emotions, and you're like so like one hundred percent about them that like it's kind of like I don't know. It's like a lot kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's exactly. Yeah, what I, I was I was reading something here, and it says. Yeah, it literally says, here comes the intensity for a, Scorp- a Scorpio moon sign. Yeah, that's what that's what I was trying to say, and I couldn't think of the word, but that was perfect. Like, it's you're intense, and that's why it comes across, like, scary to some people, because some people are, like, not as intense. So they think of it as, like, oh, that's why people are kind of more wary of Scorpios, because they can, they can also be kind of, like, suspicious mm-hmm. about things. Like, they're the kind of people that, like, will have a lot of things, like, that they know and think on the inside, but on the outside, like, you have no idea what they're really thinking. And, like, they can, like, hint at things kind of, like, this but then it kind of just like makes you wonder about what they're really thinking or kind of like pulling them in and like it that's can kind of scare people yeah i'm I'm laughing because i've literally gotten that comment so much <laughs> that at times people think i'm very sus and they're not sure like what like what's going on with me which is funny um and i i don't know i don't know if it's because well for me i i can see why i become why i'm sus because i don't necessarily want everything yeah. i'm thinking to be out there so like you said i do like hint at things but I guess for me, I don't want it to necessarily come out for me. I kind of want someone to maybe kind of pull in pride before I, I think, give it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a huge script. But I'm like, I'm, I'm, hint, I'm hinting at it so they can maybe ask me. for. I think with that too, though, it's just because Scorpios like to know kind of everything else before they want to say their input kind of thing. Like you'd rather like take like people's like multiple opinions and then like, kind of think about it how it like aligns with yours and that and then that's when you're like oh this is how I feel kind of thing about it you know like you'd rather know um I think that's why you're such an overthinker Ian is because like you have to know like what other people are planning what like they're thinking and stuff before you like delve into like your own personal thoughts about it yeah I think Scorpios like to know a lot of what other people are thinking but don't necessarily like to offer that same like thing Mm -hmm. on their own thoughts and that's what people like don't like or think is sus because like you I feel like they like to like take a lot of information not like in a malicious way necessarily but that's just how they are like they like they more rather be the ones to just sit there and listen rather than like spill everything that goes on in their head because like that's I think for for me like I think that's like more (laughs) scary it's like putting putting all that stuff out there and you're not really sure about it and you don't want to like you know what I mean um no, yeah, for sure. Like whenever, oh, for one, I like listening to whatever anyone has to tell me. I mean, it's just, for me, I don't know. For me, it just, it, I don't know if it calms me down, but I just, like you said, I do like hearing whatever people have to say. And what Chess says, I agree with. I do like thinking about things, kind of mm-hmm. figuring out what my best response to things are before I, uh, I, um, before I actually say it. And I'm reading here, it says, chances are you possess a need for extreme trust and security from people 
in order for them to gain your loyalty. And I definitely agree with that. For me, I definitely don't give up 100% of my trust out from the get-go. I kind of need to make sure that, that it's there before I like can fully, you know, be super trusting to others. I mean, so I guess yeah. that is something I can relate to for sure. I can see that. All right. Well, so Scorpio is my moon. Thank you. God bless you, Chess. Um, what is, what is yours? Moon, which is I feel like kind of not like on the op- not like on the opposite spectrum, but kind of on the opposite spectrum as a Pisces, like my sun sign, because Sagittarius they're very independent and they don't like being tied down, kind of thing. They need like constant change, which is which is very me. Like uh-huh. I this quarantine has been making me feel so crazy that's why i cut my bangs <laughs> oh yeah for, for those exactly for those of you who don't know she decided to yeah it's get, 3 a.m um, and i also like dyed my hair so twice but it didn't come out so it's fine but yeah um sagittarius they just like they like to learn a lot they're kind of very eccentric i would say kind of thing um they have a lot of high expectations for themselves and then like when they when that when they don't meet their expectations it's kind of very like disappointing for them which i can relate to very much um um sagittarius they like they're just very curious by nature so they like um learning new things they like traveling and yeah so i feel like i could i would say that i could relate more to my moon sign than i can for my sun sign at this current moment of my life yes any comments on that, Alyssa? Yeah, I agree with everything she said. She's definitely very, like, adventurous. Um, like, she's the person that will always be down to do whatever. Like, you'll say, like, hey, want to do this? She, like, there is never a <laughs> My time toxic trait no. is not saying so no. She's... <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, she, she matches energy super well, yeah. which is funny. She, um, so, yeah, she's, I think Sagittarius's too, are also, like, pretty yeah. optimistic um, in terms of, like, that relates to, like, her, like setting high expectations and like being ambitious and like being a visionary I think that also comes hand in hand with that they're just like very mm-hmm. free spirits um they're the kind of people that um you know if they had the opportunity to if the the option they would just like buy a yeah. like a one-way ticket somewhere and like see where that takes them they're not like scared about taking risks or like worrying about anything like your security and like what's going to happen next and the next step they're just willing to go I could definitely see that with Chess. Like, Chess is literally the person, if you need someone you to do something with, you call Chess up. <laughs> She's down for literally anything. Like I said, she matches energy really well. And, and like I said, she does go. She's pretty adventurous, in my opinion. So I can see that for sure. Yeah, something I'm reading here, it says, a Sagittarius moon sign craves wisdom and truth. They're often drawn to relationships with people from different cultural backgrounds where true avant-garde meaning of the minds can occur. <laughs> So, I think I don't it's know just, exactly what um, that means, but the way Sagittarius like to be open to a lot of things, like like you said, they like meeting people from different cultures. Like I love meeting people just because I like learning from them, kind of thing. And it's like every person has a different story, and I like the fact that each person has that. And it's like very interesting because like you never meet the same person twice, kind of thing, and then you never meet the same person with the same kind of story. And I think it's so interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Sagittarius also has a lot of like. Um, besides like the physical adventure but they also like intellectual adventure like they like like picking people's brains and like just being exposed to like different thought processes and being able to like share their own that's another part of it that I feel like is also kind of like adventurous they're not very like Mm -hmm. oh like it has to be this way like they're very open to like seeing a lot of new things and hearing a lot of uh, and hearing a lot of new things despite like Mm -hmm. their own personal like beliefs that's why I'm so um, I hate being stuck to like one thing like I hate structure like I hate that like I'm so bad with like plans like if we made plans two weeks from now like I'd probably flake like I am more of like a last minute plans kind of person (laughs) but yeah I like I hate plans I hate them so much (laughs) (laughs) all right words so we talked Mm -hmm. about our sun which is face value Mm -hmm. moon is inner self and what's the last one rising rising sign slash rising what like okay and what does that um mean for a person that's, again? that's how like what you, they um, feel about themselves that's like no. people's first impression of you that's how you portray yourself to people when you first meet them mm-hmm. 
so like your sun and your moon sign they're like kind of like your half and half but like your rising is like the lens that those things shine through so you like exude parts of your rising sign and everything that you do it's kind of like your mask that you present to the world okay and then so do you know mine because i don't know mine um i can i can check hang on one second <laughs> <laughs> okay well well let's just yeah checking. i do um, actually new yours um so what is your rising slash ascending sign. sign? But I don't. <laughs> whoa, Gemini! Oh, whoa, Gemini! <laughs> the thing is, I don't I know, really I know, know much it. about that aspect of me, kind of thing. Like, I don't really know what a Gemini rising sign like really means. Well, according to liveabout.com, uh, Gemini rising guys and gals have socially jittery personalities. Though they may have other stable sun sign traits, they lead with an ensemble of many persona. Not sure what that means. But um, I don't know. On the other hand, folks might not know where you stand on anything as you tend to see from many angles. You get mean if you're yeah. bored, like in work situations that are repetitive. Gemini style depression happens when there is a stagnation of the mind That's and you feel me like right you're now. in an airless room. Jeez, um, yeah, I can kind of see that. Um, Personality traits, loquacious, excitable, <laughs> juggler of activities, childlike for sure. And then, uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah, so I mean, I, think I don't know with too a much Gemini, about the rising. I don't know, so. I, Alyssa, like, feel free to like correct me on this, but I feel like with a Gemini rising, it has, it kind of parallels my Sagittarius moon. Like both my Gemini and my Sagittarius are both easily bored. They're like very like, um, they need constant change kind of thing too. Um, Gemini's also Gemini Risings also love to meet new people and love like learning from people. So it has a lot of parallels with my Sagittarius. But other than that, I really don't know. Just because like I don't I don't claim being Gemini because Gemini people be out here like two faced. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay, I'll just I'll um so I found yours, Ian, but also I can like the site that I typically use for um the birth chart stuff, which I like. Um, I'll just read what yours says, and then we can go back to franchises. I, I can find yours somewhere, and then read it, and then we can go to mine after. But so, Ian, your rising is oh, in Libra. Okay. <laughs> and oh, yes. And I, yeah, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> right continue. off the bat, yeah. I, I I think that makes sense. But I'll read what this has to say, and then we can like talk about it. So, for a rising sign for Libra, it says very attractive that's, that's and popular. Not true. Your charm helps you <laughs> <All> to get. <laughs> Definitely not. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Your charm helps you to get your own way and prevents others from getting angry with you. Peace and harmony at all costs is your battle cry. You always try to ameliorate or to cosmetically hide any physical ugliness (laughs) or any angry feelings between people. Flashy but not gaudy, you prefer to dress elegantly. You generally have good taste in music, art, and literature. Beware of the tendency to compromise yourself in your attempt to be agreeable at all times. A bit of a social butterfly, at times Mm -hmm. you can be vain and lazy. For the most part, however, you are gracious and affectionate and your refined and aristocratic demeanor serves as a role model to others. Wow, yeah, seems pretty dope as a Libra. Though, yeah. Cool. I think. <laughs> oh, no, I personally think. Yes, <laughs> like, I, I agree with the social butterfly thing because I I do come off as that. I I also think that you do have a a charm yeah. to you that makes you very popular. Like you have a lot of friends. Like Ian's the type type of guy. Like you'll be walking with him on campus. Like every other person will be like, "Hey," he'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's he's you friends with everyone because he just has yes. this like this friendly charm. Yeah. Um, and I'd say also, um, you do have a way, like people don't really, people can't really be mad at you or stay mad at you. I mean, that's just my opinion from what I've seen. Like, I, I, I can't really imagine actually being mad at you for, I can't imagine you doing anything that would make me like mad at you in any way enough where I'd like, you know, be really mad. But, um, I think that you, unless I played that, that, that scary (laughs) ghost prank on you with Charlie. Oh Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say to this, the, the part that said, beware of the tendency to compromise yourself and your attempt to be agreeable at, at all times. I think, I think that's something that you do. And I think that's definitely something that you did on eboard as well. And you did talk about it in your reflection. Like you wish that you spoke up more when you didn't agree with something. Um, you just kind of were like, okay, everyone's talking about this. So you just like, let it slide. I think you do do that. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, I, I agree with that too. Like I definitely, because I want things to be smooth and, you know, I try to avoid conflict as much as possible just within people. I can see where that um, statement stands in my life. So I agree with that. And then the part two where it says, um, this was very like specific, but I think this can be like broadened to other aspects of your life. But it said you always try to ameliorate or to cosmetically hide any physical ugliness or any angry feelings between people. I think that goes back to when you talked about your insecurities, like you're always talking about wanting to improve them. So they're like that kind of relates with that hand in hand, like trying to ameliorate or hide anything or like, especially with relationships with people, like, I'm pretty sure we had a conversation once. I was like, oh, like, do you hate anyone? Or is there anyone that you, like, hate? And you're kind of like, well, like, hate is a strong word. You don't really, like, hate anyone. You don't like to dwell on those, like, negative feelings if you did have them. That's true. I mean, I try to, like I said, I try to stay positive with my relationships regardless of what might have happened in the past. Just because, to me, it's, it seems like wasted energy to kind of um, dwell in, like, past mistakes or, like, negatives for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can, so I, I kind of see where the rising comes from. Um, but as you look for chesses, uh, I mean, guess what hers is. So I'm trying guess to think, mine? I'm not a big astrology person, but I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah, I'm going to guess I yours. I'm going to guess your rising. I said mine earlier. Is... <laughs> okay, but guess. Oh, did yeah, you? I forgot. I totally forgot. What is it? Oh, you're Gemini. That's right. talking about it right before yeah, okay, I'm clearly me... wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hang on. Let me guess Alyssa's because I don't I actually don't know Alyssa's. Let me guess Alyssa's. I don't Alyssa's... be able to yeah. guess mine. Unexpected? Unexpected? Okay, let me try. Um my first guess would be Capricorn. My second guess would be <laughs> it's Scorpio. <laughs> it's it's Scorpio. <laughs> Hey, okay. give me that. Okay, wait. So before obviously I get into mine, which we'll eventually get to, because why why did you guess Scorpio? Like what made you guess Scorpio? I'm curious. Uh, oh, just the the hint oh. Jess gave, but um, you wouldn't expect it. Oh, I, and, uh, I, was say I, I know the. Um, like, oh. I kind of know the. <laughs> Me too. No, I I have no idea, but like I get the general sense of what the negatives are of a Scorpio. So because of that, I had put it to you because, mm-hmm. like you like Chess said, I wouldn't expect you to have Scorpio uh, traits. So maybe not the smartest answer, but a logical guess. Okay, Frances, I might need to. Um... Oh, perfect. Okay. Okay, and we're back. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Frances's rising side is in Gemini, like she already mentioned, and um, this is what it says for Gemini. What'd you say, Ian? No, just go ahead. (laughs) So, extremely active by nature, you like to get around, meet people, and do different things. Very restless, you just can't seem to stay put. You need to be involved in several projects at once in order to keep your mind stimulated. Mm -hmm. You like to read books Mm -hmm. and to write letters and to talk constantly. Seemingly ageless, you will always appear to be much younger than you really are. Very adaptable and inquisitive, you are always open to new ideas and experiences. A jack of all trades, you are lively and versatile. Because of the high nervous tension that you always seem to have, athletic activity would be a good way for you to burn off energy. But be careful of a tendency to experience things only superficially. Try to dig in and absorb things at a deeper level. Ooh, not going to lie, what stuck out with me was a talk what, what does that gets, mean? That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> You know, like you, you talk, you talk to because, a lot of people. Like I said, like I just like meeting people, kind of thing, and like I, you know, it's it's the energy. I agree. I think one of the big things about franchise is that like the definitely the lively and talkative. Like you also have like a certain like energy and vibe that's kind of like infectious in a way like you can talk to like in my opinion you can talk to anyone and just like be comfortable talking with them and keep the conversation flowing like I feel like it's never awkward with you like you can just like like there are so many people like uh, there's like a wide range of people I feel like in FOSA outside outside of FOSA that you just are like can you can be put in a room with just them and it would be fine you know like you would it would, it would never be like awkward yeah I agree for sure like I don't think I've ever had a dull conversation with Jess she like I said I don't and with people in general chess usually is the one that she's definitely a good conversation starter and like everything flows when people talk to oh her, thank so. you Ian. i thought you were gonna talk shit now. right after it i was like oh my god here we go <laughs> like even now too obviously especially now because like we're 
me and Frances are like in quarantine so like we're not doing anything like I just like to go to her room all the time and even if I'm just laying next to her in her bed like that's enough for me like it's just like it's just the vibe it's like comfortable and I know if like I want to start conversation or if she starts conversation it'll be good just like you know being in each other's presence like there's something like that's the rising like the Gemini rising that she like exudes just like I agree I, I think know. I'm I don't know. I don't know if flighty is the right word for it, but I feel like I'm flighty with, like, a lot of, like, aspects of my life in terms yeah. of, like, um, friendships, relationships, like, just other things. And that's why, like, at the end, what did it say? Like, that last sentence, like, be careful not to be, like, superficial. Yeah, I feel like that relates yeah. back to me just being, like, needing so much change that I don't necessarily take the time to kind of just sit down and, like, deep, like, go deeper into things. That's why I'm very, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, flighty. <laughs> yeah I agree and I think what Frances said earlier too about her moon sign was also very true about how like her moon sign and her mm-hmm. rising kind of come hand in hand like there are a lot of like um similarities between the two like how she's just like extremely active likes to get around meet people do things is restless doesn't want to stay put like that's also like a Sagittarius thing so that's I think that's why also um she talked about too like she relates more with her Sagittarius than with her Pisces like her Sagittarius and her Gemini her Sagittarius moon and her Gemini rising kind of are the same and that's why she exudes that a lot and Mm -hmm. her Pisces is more like not really seen like I agree very much Hmm. all right word all right Alyssa you it's your turn okay for your for your Scorpio rising I'd That's say you're rising. Dun, dun, dun. I know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It's it's hard because um, me and Frances have like read a lot about this, and like there are things that I read where I'm like, oh, like that sounds like me, but sometimes it like doesn't. But then again, like it's because like I know who I am on the inside, so it would be like, I guess I'm curious what when I read mm-hmm. it, like what you will have to say because there's like more recently like you probably didn't know me as well like Frances has known me (laughs) really well for like it feels like forever so obviously it would be hard for her to really see this too but um okay so this is what a labe says about my rising sign as Scorpio um you Mm -hmm. tend to be quiet reserved secretive and at times quite difficult to understand others notice your deep emotions and feelings and wonder how to draw you out Stubborn and tough, you fight for any position you believe in. You are very resourceful and formidable when you become angered or upset about something. You enjoy living life at the cutting edge. For you, life must be experienced intensely and totally. Quite courageous, you are willing to take calculated risks. Easily hurt by others, you often strike back with bitter sarcasm. Sensitive and curious, you are concerned with the deeper mysteries of human psychology. Once you have become interested in any subject, you pursue it with total fanaticism. There are no there are no negatives to that. That's all it says in the. Oh wow! Okay. I think... <laughs> um, no, go ahead, Chad. Hearing Sorry. you like read that, I think the whole um, when you feel everything deeply or whatever, and people can't get that out of you. That's I think that relates back to your Virgo kind of thing. Like you hate being a burden, so you don't necessarily express your emotions in that way, which kind of off balances your Pisces because your Pisces feels way too much at like (laughs) the same time so it's like having that just it's hard for people to kind of understand you in that sense when you're like when you feel these things so much but you're not willing to kind of like let them know what it is that's wrong with you kind of thing so that was like the biggest thing I got from that yeah no I agree with that a lot um I think because um Virgo and Pisces they're like sister Mm -hmm. signs so they're on the opposite end of the chart um, and I feel like my Virgo and Pisces, I relate to both of them mm-hmm. a lot. They like battle each other a lot. Like there's, a, I, I have a lot of inner conflict on the inside. <laughs> um, and this has happened in some occasions where like, like, cause no, most of the time I feel like I'm fine and like, I'll just go about and like, if there is, if I'm upset about something or if there is something that mm-hmm. like is really wrong, you like, you can maybe tell if I'm moody, but like, you won't really know what's going on until it, like my Pisces becomes too much and I just explode. And like, there's been times like our other roommate, um, Erica, she like, there's been multiple times where I'll just be sitting there with her and like, 
I'll just randomly start crying and she'll get so alarmed and she doesn't know like what to do because like a few seconds ago I was just fine but it's like the whole balance of like me feeling a lot of emotions all the time but like not talking about them or not like really wanting Mm -hmm. to like let them out because of like my Virgo side like I don't want like to be a burden I don't want people to be all like oh my god like this this and this or like to think a certain way I'm just like oh I'll just like I'll be fine because like that's what you know that's where I feel comfortable and then like it becomes too much where I just like like let it out and like Erica will be all like oh my god like you were fine a second ago like I and she doesn't know how to help because she like doesn't know what's wrong and even there have been I can think of so many times where I'll start crying and like like either franchise or like our other roommates mm-hmm. they'll be all like okay why are you crying and I just don't know what to say either I don't know what to like, say or I when, do and I just when don't Alyssa want to say it feels things and when she has like kind of an issue with things it takes a lot of probing to get it out of her but even that it's just like she gives you like very like surface level details about it until like to the point that she cries and that's the point where she's like oh like this is why I'm crying and this is why like my emotions are like exploding at the moment (laughs) yeah it's true I think it like takes a bit also because I think I also Mm -hmm. I have a lot of trouble understanding my own emotions too sometimes like I feel like I'm very like emotionally aware in general like especially with other people's emotions like I feel like I'm really good at understanding like where people are coming from but sometimes like me like maybe there's just like a lot of things going on maybe and I just like sometimes have trouble pinpointing Mm -hmm. what exactly it is that's making me super upset but I'd say that about the Scorpio um is definitely true um like the deep and intense Mm -hmm. emotions and like not really sure how to draw them out like I can see people feeling that way yeah I was gonna say both of those points um but yeah, I, I mean, I don't have too much to say about it, except I do kind of agree with like the, I think it was like a quiet mm-hmm. um, point in the beginning. Yeah. But it's, it's more just like you, you tend to be like very reserved until you're like needed to like talk about something. And I agree with like the passionate stuff mm-hmm. and being kind of like a stronghold in what you believe. Um, yeah, I agree with for, that Yeah, for like the emotional things, I definitely see that where <laughs> I can like, kind of sense where you are (laughs) emotionally but at the same time it could be completely different and totally (laughs) off just because i really can't read your like how you are emotionally just just because like what we were talking about it's you you like express something in one way but it could just be something totally different which is kind of confusing yeah i remember like um me and franchise we used to do jumpstart and jumps um franchise was in like a certain group and her like team leader um like I was really close with her as well because we had like a class together and whatnot and we were talking about this one time in the library because we were studying for our final and we were like reading each other's charts and like I read my like rising sign and I was all like oh like I don't know I don't really relate to it as much and she actually felt like she really because she was someone who like I didn't really know as well she just like saw me like as an outside person and she felt like she really like related to the part where it was kind of like I come across as like in her words, she said that I come across as like, oh, I'm usually pretty cheery most of the time. Like, I'll be like, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. But like, it makes her think like what I'm actually thinking about on the inside, mm-hmm. like what is actually going on, because I'm like that all the time, where it's like, you can't be like that all the time, like, kind of thing. And I was like, oh, I thought that was really interesting that she said that. But I, I definitely agree with the whole like, mm-hmm. um, fighting for anything, um, any position I believe in, I definitely do that. Um I'd say that I I would also say that I can be easily hurt by others. Um, I I wouldn't say I often strike back, but maybe I do. I don't really know. I mean, I think it depends if Mm -hmm. you're. I think also it depends whether or not you decide to strike back. Yeah, I think also depends if you you think it's worth your time, kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think a lot of the time I'm just all like, oh, it's fine. I don't care. It's like, but then, like, yeah, but then deep down, it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so she gets home to see Erica so she can cry in front of her instead. I know. I don't mean to do it. It's just, it's, it's happened in front of Erica quite a few times. And in front of Frances too. But like, I just remember specifically yeah. with Erica because she like literally like, doesn't know panic. what to it's do. It's like straight off panic. It's yeah. like, oh my She's God, like, emotions. <laughs> I know, I know. Wait, wait. Erica's the, the one that's still with yeah. you guys, right? No, Erica's the other one that already left. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, uh, this is a definitely an interesting talk. Thank you uh, to the two of you for <laughs> kind of explaining some of these concepts and helping me figure out where I stand in some of I them. Did. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. 
This is a fun I did. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking about it before. Maybe we'll bring him back for like a, a part two in terms of how these things relate to other like friendships or relationships. And, you know, I think that'd be fun. I know I talked to Chess about maybe. I do. Like she Can wants to do a drunk podcast. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so excited when I brought that about our last person. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Because the thing is, the issue is, I don't want this to be a recurring okay. thing where every episode I, I mean, have to get drunk with people. Because then I will turn into an alcoholic. People, this, this is not me. This is not me. This is not like my episode. True, but then. I... <laughs> okay, fine. Well, so, um, like I said, I had a lovely time today. Thank you both for coming. Um, do you guys have any last, uh, any any words of advice for anyone about science um, or just anything? Astrology is just another branch of faith. It's like religion, it's like science, like, it's not the end or be all, but like it's just like faith. Like you believe in something that has a higher power or like that has like a bigger meaning than who you are as a person in this very minuscule universe. But yeah, it's like a branch of faith. And don't like take everything like literally. Like not everything is literally. And a lot of your personality is built up by the fact of your signs and like your experiences and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I'd say, like, for, like, in simpler mm-hmm. terms, don't sleep on astrology. Like, you don't have to live your life by it or, like, think that it's some sort of religion, like, uh, that you, you know, have to live everything according to this. But I think it is interesting to read about. Um, I think it's interesting to, like, research into it. And I do think um, a lot of it is accurate. Obviously, things aren't always going to be fully accurate because, like, mm-hmm. there's never anything that's, like, it's, like, the whole nature and nurture. Like, this is, like, a part of your nature, but, like, your experiences growing up will cultivate a lot of, like, who you are as well. So I think it also helps you find a, a bigger understanding of yourself. At least for me, I remember mm-hmm. when I started reading about it, I would be all like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. That's why I do this. That's why I randomly start crying or, like, don't understand this or blah, blah, blah. Like, it just, Yeah, you know, and it's even I crazier like it once you get into, like, your things. past and your home life and, like, mm-hmm. all of that aspect because we got into it one time and I was like, oh, my God, this is hitting very, mu- very, very close to home. It was crazy how accurate it was. <laughs> Yeah, if we come back for a part two, we'll definitely get get into depth on more of those other signs because there's one sign which is pretty interesting. It's called your IC sign, um, and it's a sign that they said mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a lot about like you at home and like your environment and your family life. Um, and they said to focus on that sign or like pay attention to what that sign tells you about yourself, especially at a time like this because at quarantine you're just at home. So they. They were like the, the the way that the person worded it, who was like telling people about this was they were like, oh, like, look into your IC sign, find out like what makes you happy mm-hmm. at home. And like, that's how you can help cope with being in quarantine. So it was really interesting. We were both like this was at five in the morning one night. Me and Frances were sitting at our kitchen table, like reading about our ICs. And it was getting really in depth into like yeah. our home and family life. And a lot of it was like crazily accurate. All right. Well, uh, so I guess my two cents on it all. I definitely... But in the beginning, when I first heard about astrology, I wasn't too keen on it. I didn't really feel like it was something that was one real or two that could be so relatable. But I mean, this is my first time like looking into astrology and stuff like that. But it definitely has helped me kind of figure out where some of this might be coming from. But the thing I'd like to say is definitely maybe mm-hmm. take a look into astrology. Like they were saying, it's not the end all be all. For the most part, I say whether it is astrology or your faith or, thing, or, or science or your genes, stuff like that. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's really what you choose to see and what you choose to work on and like figure out the best parts to kind of exude for your own life. So uh, that's kind of what I think about it all. It was definitely a fun conversation. And okay, can I, I definitely just... would like to bring them back to kind of talk about the other. Hold on. Can I just say that that was such a poor thing to describe? <laughs> like that, like the, the work on yourself kind of thing, like reflect and write. Like, that. that is so Ian. That is so Taurus. <laughs> Oh, geez. All right, whatever. Um, I will have their socials in the description. <laughs> Make sure to give them a follow. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks again for you too. Thank you for, for having coming us, on the Ian. podcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yes. Especially We're with always down too. to support you. <laughs> And that's a wrap on another great episode of the Tell Me About It podcast with an amazing guest. We really hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to everyone who stayed to the very end. And please make sure to share this with your friends, family, acquaintances, whoever really. It'd be super dope. If anyone is ever interested on being a guest on any of the episodes, you can shoot me a text if you have my number. Or you can follow our Instagram at TMAI underscore podcast. 
That's our IG for the Tell Me About It podcast. Shoot me a DM there and we will make sure to set something up. We hope you have an amazing rest of your morning, afternoon, or evening. Please don't forget to treat yourself, be kind to others, and we will catch you in the next one. Peace.